Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Hi, and welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. A weekly show designed to give you actionable and learnable points to improve your management skills and get you the results you've always wanted. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And please share it anywhere else you might get benefit from it. Right, without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. So, this week, I want to be talking around becoming an effective leader. Well, that's a very, very big title, isn't it, for what is usually a quite a short podcast show. But what do I mean when I say becoming an effective leader? Well, there's many roles that a leader has. They have to be a role model. They have to be able to coordinate work. They have to be able to conflict resolutions. You've got to get things right. They need to develop a team. They have to motivate that team. And ultimately, they have to deliver the results. And sometimes you have to end up sweeping the floor. But hey, that's the line of work we are in, and that is the line of work we have decided to be part of. But in, inside leadership, there's a number of official traits that has been developed by people much, much more intelligent than me that talk around these traits being the things that make management work and what traits you might have as a leader. And I'm not saying that you should have a, a, a kind of let's sort of today I'm going to do this trait and today I'm going to do that trait. I mean, these are general traits uh, and they are kind of there um, in the background of everything we do. And sometimes we switch between these traits, but it's good for you as a leader to acknowledge which traits are out there. And you can maybe start to see then what trait am I? What do I naturally gravitate to? What is my go-to style? And does that style support me in what happens? Does that work? And does it work in the culture that we live in? Does it work in with the changes that we've seen uh, and things that we have, have moved moved on with? I mean, I, I go on a number of um, calls. I do a lot of master classes when I'm out there. I'm a, I'm a constant kind of learner. And I went on about purpose of leadership um, and being comfortable with it the, the other week. An interesting course because I've always been around as I say at the start, delivering results, getting people involved, making the things happen. I, I know without results delivery, your businesses don't last. But when they opened a, a, a question to an audience around what does leadership do, they said things like develop people, have wisdom, inspire, improve, transform, shape the future, bring people together. 75, 80% of the answers on there were all that. Hardly any actually said, deliver the goals. And that's really something I, I worry about when I go on some of these leadership courses, that people there are talking around this ideal of leadership. Now, you could argue that management and leadership are separate, and, and sometimes I do interchange those words when I, when I present. I think management is leadership, and I do agree that leadership is also throughout the business. You don't have to have it in your title to be a leader. We all do that. But when you start asking things like, you know, what sign would you be if you was a leader? And people saying, I'm a river, I'm a gardener, I'm a, a star. Oh, I'm there to sunshine. I'm the mountain. I'm a rainbow. 
it's very grand and, and it's very nice. And I'm, I'm not going to knock people because that's the way they are. But is it really being an effective leader or effective manager? Does it get results done? You know, does it? You know, and you've got to say that if you listen to the podcast, I'm assuming you want to improve your leadership skills. And by doing that, you've really got to get to the basics of, yes, you've got to develop people. Yes, you've got to deal with conflict. Yes, you've got to get change management. You've got to do good one-to-ones. There's so many tools you have to use. But at the end of it, if you don't get results and you've got your things paid for, or you don't do what you need to do, you're not going to be there. And the majority of you on this, or listening to this call will be around usually practical leader and management um, roles. So it's not going to be around some of the more, um, I don't always put it, sort of uh, more softer skills. There may be some of you who who do that and that's fine, but I always think this show was all about being practical and really delivering results. Well, let's get back onto it. So let's talk around these styles of leaderships. The idea that, you know, you... Um, you can be a micromanager, you can be a supervisor, you can do what you want, but there is going to be some styles that you have. So I'm going to go through these four styles and see what you think of them. So the first one is an autocratic leader. This is ones where all the decisions are done by them. They're very dehumanised. It's very a Caesar type method. You know, it, it can be effective. There's, there's, you know, the leader has the only view. And if they're a good leader, they can deliver the results, which is fine because they know their stuff. Sometimes you find this in, in people who've got themselves their own business. You know, if you're a, a person who's got the business, built it, then you become very much autocratic because you've done everything. You've done every job in that business from invoicing to sales to actually going out and delivering the product, to even uh, commissioning the machine uh, if it's a machine business. So autocratic leadership is in there, but that, that style can still be around in the day to day. Someone who is very much knows everything, wants to know everything. Then your second sort of part in there is the democratic leader. So more of a team player, more popular, involves people, looks at effectiveness versus uh, fairness and very much a negotiator. And I suppose if you ask most people, they would say, well, I'm very much a democratic leader. I get the view of my people. Uh, and I suppose in their mind, or that might be right. But when you talk to the other side of it, well, actually, you're more of an autocratic leader. You just tell us what to do. You might think you're involving us. You ask us our opinion, but you never take it on board anyway. So that's two styles. Third one is uh, a French word, la savez, can't say it. La savez, no, les affaires, les affaires, les affaires leadership. So this is a general direction you give someone. It's very much a overall guidance you get very much a wide latitude when you're living in this arrangement. You know, you're going out there with some general guidelines. It's a hands-off approach. Can work well if you're thinking of somewhere where you've got multi-locations and you can't be leading everything. You've got to make sure if you're doing this style that you've got the right people with the right skills and they're directed because it's very minimum uh, supervision. You know, So the laissez-faire, very minimum supervision of leadership, very hands-off can be seen as maybe too laid back, can be a bit too much for some. You know, where is the leader? What are we meant to be doing? I think you really have to have quite a mature environment for that to work really well. And then the final part of leadership is a situational leadership. So this is someone who adapts their style, adjusts the behaviour, whatever situation's in hand. So you're learning from the past, you can switch uh, you're making sure that the situation's done, very much fast pace. Uh, you can slip towards being more of an autocrat at that point when you've got this situational because things are coming at the hoof all the time. And of course, with any style of leadership and anything within leadership, you can always switch between leadership styles. So that doesn't mean just because you walk in one day 
that you are going to say, right, I'm going to be democratic today, uh, but tomorrow I'm going to be an autocrat, and then I'll do a bit of laissez-faire because I can't be bothered on a Thursday. But uh, end of the day, there's going to be some situation Friday, so I'll do that. You don't normally do that, but you do switch between styles depending on what's going on. And it's really good that you need to know your team as individuals and what style they would best uh, respond to. Definitely in some teams, you do need to be quite autocratic. If it's very much a younger team or don't have the experience, then they're going to need your leadership. They're going to need some direction. If it's an experienced team that works really well, you might just let them do the laissez-faire and do a little bit more of its own thing with you being a, more of a guider from, from afar. And no single way can lead and win every time. And that's the important piece because we're humans. We're not a robot that's following a code. We can adapt and move and change whenever we need and successful leaders is not a game of chance or genetics in my mind. You know, you will all need to develop techniques to be effective and lead and deliver results when you need to. So knowing these four areas does help you then adapt your leadership style whenever you need to do it. And, uh, you know, have you ever bought something off the rack? I mean, have you ever bought a, a clothes and the sign says fits all? It's usually hats. I don't know why, but hats always says fits all. And it's really interesting to me because obviously they've used a, a distribution curve and said, well, the majority of people's heads will be between this size and this size. So this will fit all. But really, you know, is it anything really fit all? I mean, you might have someone with a very, very small head or a very, very large head. I don't know why I've used hats now because it sounds like I'm, I'm going down this route of someone with a really massive head and not being able to get any hats. I'm feeling a bit sorry for them. But no, realistically, in leadership, one style would never fit all in all occasions. So you need to be able to adapt. You know, you need to be able to use one style when you need to get this best results and the other when you need to get others. And if you only have the old analogy, if you've only got a hammer, then every problem or every person will look like a nail. So if you've only got one style and you've only got one style of leadership, then every single problem will definitely be using the same hammer to try to fix it. It's also fair to say that new managers, you know, without the right guidance, will use more of an autocratic or, or a dictatorial approach because this works in, in, in their way very simply, you know, especially if you, you're doing with a, a repetitive environment, which is maybe low skilled, you can get away with that. Uh, but when a problem comes along, if that leader is only using an autocratic style, then they're going to expect it to fix all the problems. Um, you know, but that that can be a real issue when you've just really put all the power into yourself. So I know when you're new into leadership and, and you maybe are running a, a production line which might have a low skill base, you might really go down that word, uh, that route. But be very careful that you don't go down that uh, that path with everything because it won't work on everything. I mean, if you look back to my big five and we talk around coaching and delegation and empowerment, that's all around that idea of being able to respect and give the people that they need enough room to manage themselves, you know, um, being available for people, you know, being able to talk it through with them, listen to their issues, negotiate sometimes is better than just telling them what to do. And obviously, as I said at the beginning, we're role models. So sometimes the management style you learn will be from the people you've learned from in the past. And in the past, you may have only just had autocratics. I remember one of the businesses I've worked with where they developed a really good uh, graduate program, absolutely brilliant graduates coming through. Problem was that the graduates only learned what they learned inside the business. And of course, that business had a certain way of doing things. So all the graduates would learn and do the same over and over again. So that they ended up 
with a very much a drawn copy of a copy of a copy. And as you know, when you copy copies, copies, they start to fade. And that's what would happen in that business without bringing any new ideas in or bringing any new leadership at certain levels with different styles. You end up with a, a, a same approach and that might work for 90 percent of the time. But, you know, when there's that 10 percent, if you've only followed one rules and you try to one size fit all it or just get your hammer out, then you're not going to be able to fix every problem with a hammer. Well, thanks for listening. And as always, I'm really keen to hear your thoughts on the show, both good and bad. I am open to feedback, both good and bad. So please, as it's a gift, send me your feedback to managementpodcast at gmail.com. Answer emails myself and would love to engage on new and old topics. And remember, whatever you've learned today, please put it into action because you don't get nothing for nothing. Well, that's it for Management this week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this manager map podcast we hope you found it interesting helpful and actionable one last thing please leave a quick review on itunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of manager Matt. if you haven't already done so please subscribe to the podcast and if you did like anything in particular send an email to managermatpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermat.co.uk for more content feedback is a gift So let's keep giving. See you next week.